Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the Bad Movie Review Show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dumb Dumbs and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumb dumb dice. D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dumb Dumbs and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise. Welcome back, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat, drinker of blood, keeper of the Chronicle, and all around the spooky dude. Our coterie are still entangled in a brutal fight with the FBI, CSIS, and the Inquisition. Everett was removed from the scene by a friendly stranger. Iris embraced her monster herself and killed several police officers before being staked into Torpor. And Ridley returned to DJ Malone, summoning an army of bear boys to get his friends clear before discovering his son devastated Harvey. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Everett, you awaken in uh, the back of a squad car um, that uh, seems to have been uh, pulled into an alley. Um, you are, uh, under some coats, um, in, uh, in the, the sort of, um, leg well of the, of, uh, backseat, uh, of a car up front, uh, you hear just a, a long protracted sigh. Um, and, uh, a man in English says, all right, laddie, you can get up now. 
I'll sit up and uh, have a look at this person. So um, before you is a, a, a detective, um, he's wearing the same um, sort of uh, light um, SWAT vest uh, with, you know, that classic like detective going to break into a building thing where it's like they wear the vest with the, the badge. Yep. Um, uh, big red beard um, and uh, just kind of like running uh, his hands back through uh, through his hair. He's got just a tangle of red hair. Um and uh, his uh, his face uh, looks uh, a little bit like a like a a blast radius of something. Like it, he's got lots of scars that have healed over, but rough looking guy. Um, think like Mickey Rourke, either in uh, Sin City or just like out of Sin City, just as a person. Um, so it's not like he's got like bandages and everything over it. It's just like a guy who who's clearly seen some shit. Despite that, very handsome dude. Um, he's just one of those people who wears. Uh, he's clearly seen seen a lot of action, but wears it um, very well. Um, and uh, he uh, kind of twists around, um, says, uh, "You know, Mister Fry, I gotta tell you, that bleeding out of your forehead thing—that was a mighty good little thing you did." Well, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to hurt no one or nothing like that. Uh, Look, you seem to know my name, but I have no idea who you are. Ah, yes, you'll have to excuse me, Manus. Uh, my name's Sergeant Will... Oh, shit, lost it. There we go. Sergeant <laughs> William McGregor. Sorry, been around a long time. Seen a, it's been a busy day. A little bit worried about my partner. Um, and uh, he uh, kind of reaches over to shake your hand, which is honestly, Everett, something that like no one has done in a really long time and is an oddly human gesture. Um, that, uh, that just seems kind of nice. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take his hand. Uh, and while, as I shake it, I'll, I'll say, um, you don't seem too phased by me, uh, sitting up in the back of your car after getting shot in the head. Um, he, he kind of lets out like a, a big bit of laugh. He says, Oh, laddie, you and me, we're, uh, we're both of the same blood. If that makes any sense. Right. Kindred then. Oh, I quite some time. Used to use it to uh, use these guys. He taps his fangs like, use these to tear out a few Nazi throats back in the day. Well, that really is something. Uh, why, why am I here? Why am I not bleeding out of my head on the ground? Um, so uh, if you remember, uh, Tyler, you actually used Rouse the Blood uh, to cause that effect. Um, yeah. The wound itself hurt, but isn't. Uh, you're kind of shocked and uh, I think a little disturbed to discover isn't fatal um, uh, to you as a small caliber bullet. Um, and, uh, you know, feeling your forehead, there's definitely a bullet hole in it. Um, and you've got blood kind of down, down the side of your face. Um, Sergeant McGregor explains uh, that um, he, uh, he's been kind of uh, keeping an eye on you from a distance for a while now. Um, he is uh, Billy Kincaid's partner on the force. Um, and uh, when he kind of started catching her, slipping you information, uh, he, he kind of quickly um, copped to the fact that it was uh, through all like vaguely kindred related things. Um, so as a result, he's been just kind of keeping an eye on your progress. And um, when, uh, when he heard what was going down, um, and uh, he and Billy were dispatched. Um, he put two and two together pretty quickly and was pretty concerned, uh, largely because uh, Billy hasn't caught on to the kindred business yet. Uh, the masquerade is still intact, uh, as far as she knows. 
That's um, not how I remember it from what I heard them talking about when I was bleeding out on the ground. She said, uh, I thought he was. He said that. Uh, so she shot yeah, you. Okay. Um, okay. He leaned in. Uh... Okay, Miles, you're shaking your head. Am I misremembering no, what happened? No, she shot him. He dropped and then she like cried out, no, 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 no. I thought he was one of you. That's why I shot him. And oh. she had like a breakdown. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. She. Uh... One of you doesn't necessarily mean vampire. Like she doesn't know explicitly. Uh, or... I might. Shit. I may have fucked this up. Uh, I was. I didn't sorry. remember what I said. One of you. No, that's fine. That's what I said. So that's what happened. Um Okay, so in that case, yes, she's uh, aware of of Kindred, but is is sort of uh, staunchly um, uh, in the the camp of people who are. Uh, she's aware that there's something kind of spooky going on, but think like people on the periphery of Buffy. They're aware that weird shit's happening, but she, like she doesn't know about the masquerade. She might know that vampires exist. Uh, Sergeant McGregor um, uh, confesses uh, to the fact that he. Um, he let her in on the fact that uh, he is is a vampire, um, but he's playing it up as like, I'm the only one who's good. Um, the rest of them, we got to kill him. Um, so she's uh, she was very confused. But basically, um, uh, Everett, the reason he's congratulating you is by making yourself bleed out of your forehead. Uh, you convince Billy that you are, in fact, human, um, which means that uh, you can actually disappear now. Uh, she thought she was shooting a vamp, which would have confirmed a lot of her greatest fears and, and really uh, blown the top off the whole thing. But uh, McGregor was able to get you away uh, before she realized that. So she's pretty fucked up now. She thinks she shot her friend in the head, um, which he's like not thrilled about. But um, it did mean yeah. that uh, she she didn't realize your vampiric nature. And based on kind of the way he's he's eyeing you, like there's a bit of the game recognized game about just how much horrible shit you have to do as a kindred. So like it's one thing to be like vampires are real, and you're like oh interesting. It's nothing to be like here's the kind of horrible shit we get up to. Um, so uh, he, he thinks it's a spot, uh, just again, a, a brilliant spot of uh, thinking on the fly to just pump blood out of the wound. Um, but he is a little bit worried about Billy. Okay. Um, so I think kind of circling back to being in the back of this car, Everett will just ask like, why am I here? Why did you help me? Are you helping me? Is this help? I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So um, McGregor explains that uh, uh, he had to get you away uh, because the Inquisition was moving in. Um, and uh, he, he again, just kind of lets out one of those sighs. And he's like, I'll tell you, they, they come back every few years. And there's not a whole lot you can do other than run and hide unless you can kill them. Fuck these accents are all over the map. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't care. I don't care, it's, listeners. I'm going to start picking it up. The like talking to Ridley, talking to the Scottish fellow, talking if Jocelyn ever shows up again, the Australian oh, accent, all of that fucks <laughs> with my southern accent so bad. Fair enough, great. Well, I look forward to that happening instead of just me every time. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sergeant McGregor explains that, uh, the, uh, the Inquisition has come, uh, to Montreal. There are raids occurring throughout the city right now. Um, known and suspected kindred, uh, layers uh, are being attacked and he only copped to this because Billy slipped him the information. So he went with her um, hoping that uh, he'd at least be able to get you away. Um, he's not, uh, he doesn't know too much about your compatriots because you've only ever really communicated one way with, uh, Billy. with Billy. But um, he, uh, again, he just kind of like um, stares at you kind of levelly and says, uh, 
Oh, aye, laddie. That's the best we're going to get. Look, uh, I'm not a big fan of the Sabbat. I think they they got to go. They've turned this city into something awful. Uh, You know, I I was turned back when we were fighting a big evil overseas, and uh, the Sabbat are the closest I've seen to that here. But uh, since their uh, head honcho fucked off and uh, died in that tower, we, uh, we got a real chance here. But uh, the Camarilla, they're moving in, and that's going to be trouble for everyone. Uh, but you, you seem like a good one. You seem like you might be the man I've been looking for. One who could be on the inside. I, I see. I don't know if there's going to be much of an inside left. I'm not sure how in the know you are, but there's a major Camarilla gathering tonight. Oh, I, Elysium. The prince is here. Yeah. And if, yep. if the Inquisition is doing raids tonight, aren't all of those kindred in serious danger? Um, so McGregor explains that uh, the, the masquerade itself has remained largely intact in, um, in Montreal. That's largely because the Sabbat um, are such weird fanatics that like, they often get blamed as serial killers, not necessarily as vampires. Um, so the masquerade has remained fairly uh, secure, which means that uh, something like Elysium isn't a concept that uh, the Inquisition is aware of here. Um, they're attacking different um, hideouts, but they're not attacking Elysium itself, which is, I mean, admittedly, good news for you in case your buds got there. Uh, but uh, it would seem that enough of the masquerade is intact that they, they are unaware um, that there is an Elysium because there hasn't been one here in, in hundreds of years. Um, so basically, um, what, uh, what McGregor, uh, would like from you is, uh, uh, A, he saved your ass. So he's kind of asking for, for a favor, but, um, he explains that, uh, from what Billy has explained and then kind of from what he's pieced together from seeing what information she fed you and then what happened, he feels like you're on the up and up that you're, you're, you know, you're kindred like he is, but you know, he might be anarch, but he he feels like he can trust you. He feels like you might be um, his kind of person. So all he's asking you to do uh, to pay him back for this is to go to Elysium uh, to kind of be his man on the inside and uh, to help him determine uh, as, as Ridley might put it, like who's a scumbag, who isn't. um, And basically is, are the new tenants going to be worse than the old ones? Um, Because he's kind of tried to keep the Sabbat, He's picked them off here and there and kind of done what he can. But up to now, he's basically been waging a one-man war. Uh, Sergeant McGregor, you are aware of what you're asking me, right? I am newly minted Camarilla enforcement. I was sent here to make way for the prince, to clear out Sabat, to clear out rogue vampires like yourself a threat to the masquerade i mean if they find out i'm not just gonna get a slap on the wrist here what what's the end game what's what's your big play well uh laddie let me ask you have you met the prince no no i haven't have you talked to him no i have not do you know his name no sir i do not right I think it's best you start thinking about who actually sent you and what they actually sent you to do. Well, I do know that much. He just kind of like (laughs) gestures broadly. said, uh, it just seemed to me that uh, 
for a man who's uh, pretty committed to the mission of the Camarilla, as it sounds like, perhaps you would uh, have made contact with him by now, huh? Look, maybe, or maybe it's they would have reached over. out to you. Maybe it's a holdover from my old life, but I follow and I gesture to his badge. I follow the chain of command. Uh, and he he kind of nods. Uh, also, you 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 can like you can tell as he like pulls out some dog tags and looks at them that the sergeant rank likely isn't his like police rank. It's right. likely like an old war rank. He's still carrying okay. around. I see. Okay. Um, that said, referring to a sergeant is the absolutely the correct call. Um, the more you look at him, Everett, uh, the more you see kind of a man who almost looks like he's playing dress up. Um, oh, like okay. he's he's a cop, sure, but he looks like he's he's dressing, you know, someone dressed him to be background on a cop show. Like he's <laughs> he, he he wears it uncomfortably. I see. Okay. Um, but uh, he says, well, look, uh, I'm not asking you to do anything you don't want to do yet, uh, but. Me, I can't go in there. I can't find out any more information. But you, you can find some things out. And I suspect if uh, it turns out that they are up to no good, maybe you'll tell old uh, Sergeant McGregor, eh? Right. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do about that. Let me ask you something, uh, Sergeant McGregor. Does the Camarilla know about you? Is the name William McGregor, uh... A popular or unpopular name with the Camarilla. Uh, he just smiles and says, uh, Laddie, back across the pond, it was uh, quite uh, an infamous one. But here, ah, no one knows me here. Here, oh. I'm just another cop on the beat. Across and then he drops the into pond. French and he's like, it's really helpful that uh, my accent doesn't carry over into French. It really helps uh, sell that I'm just another pencil pushing uh, cop just... You know, only a few years from retirement. Got to get that overtime, am I right? <laughs> I watched a lot of a TV show called The Wire. It really helped me with the lingo. Yeah, whatever I drank didn't do the accent thing for me. Uh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> uh, um, he he kind of laughs. Uh, he says, well, Laddie, that's because I had to learn it. Oh, well, shit. All right. <laughs> hey, look, you mentioned across the pond. Uh you know a fella by the name uh, Ridley Beef? Um, he just kind of shakes his head and he's like, uh, sounds like an alias to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I always figured that. But... All right. So um, uh, He looks look at his up. watch and he's like, uh, listen, I, I, I hate to cut this short, but uh, you got a party to get to, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, look, I, you got a, a change of clothes here. I'm a uh, a little bit of a mess after that whole raid business. Um, he uh, sighs uh, and he says, uh, all right, lad, but now you really do owe me and this better come back without any just gestures to like all of this. Uh, and he goes, he gestures for you to come around to the trunk um, and he opens it. And inside there's a perfectly pressed um, sort of like a green um, uh, military uh, jacket uh, with metals um, that despite being very old looks like it just came out of the bag um, and a traditional kilt uh, and a sporin and he's just glowering at you and he's like now I let you wear these you really owe me this is 
not what I was expecting. Uh, uh, he just throws his arms up. He's like, well, I'm sorry, lad. I'm not a fucking Walmart. Right, right. No, no. Yeah, of course. Of course. Look, keep keep your uh, ceremonial garb. I'll, uh, I'll try and clean up on the way with some of the coats that you had left on me. Uh, I don't think this whole voice and accent is going to fly with that outfit. Yeah, he just shrugs and says, uh, honestly, lad, if we're concerned about accents, you're on the wrong fucking show. Um, and then he gets in the in the driver's seat and um, you hop in the back uh, and uh, the two of you take off uh, towards Elysium. Uh, Everett, is there anything you think in the back seat there as, as you speed off into the night? I'd like to take out my phone that I used to text Iris and let her know that I'm safe and that I'm going to Elysium because it's it's the safest place for a vampire to be tonight cool uh well let's see if iris gets that text um well now i don't know that ridley's illiterate so i'll send it to ridley too so right. I, I was thinking player yeah, like that i understand yeah I'll, I'll send it to ridley as well happens to the best of us yeah. um says the guy who fucked up a continuity point from a show we recorded <laughs> two days ago but it's 2020 every day is like nine years um yeah. so uh great um uh, Ridley, uh, you come booking up the stairs uh, into a bloodbath. Um, there's a massive creature that still distinctly looks like Iris, but like Iris at the end of a Guillermo del Toro movie where she finally steps out of the shadows, Iris. Um, there are, like, she ripped apart most of the uh, the people uh, beforehand. Uh, if uh, Dear listeners, uh, if you'll recall, last episode, Miles rolled, uh, she had to get best of three and rolled success on all three, except she also got a bestial failure. So she basically killed most of the people in the room and then drifted off into um, sweet, sweet uh, Toreador art land. Um, but um, there are still a few kind of limping through. And sure enough, um, the reinforcements uh, that were called for um, by uh, the uh, the sister on the, the radio are starting to pull up outside. Um, Ridley, you see um, a lady in kind of vaguely shattered SWAT gear holding a uh, pool cue uh, triumphantly uh, in the heart of, of Iris, um, whose limbs are, are spasming a bit um, as, uh, as she kind of slumps down to her knees. Um, it almost looks like um, her fingers are starting to recede. Um, like uh, the elongated limbs are are slowly shriveling um, as uh, as she remains in in torpor. What do you do? How how many cops are in the room? Um, so there's the SWAT lady uh, who's got the uh, the pool cue. Um, there are uh, two more SWAT people who are a little injured, um, and there's one agent who's hiding behind the bar. And then there's people driving up outside. Okay. Um- Ridley will drop his shotgun and just hold his face because he's like covered in blood spray and he's like horrific burns to the point that he's unrecognizable. Just yelling, They're using magic! They fucking burn you with magic! And he'll just stagger towards the two. And then when he gets there, he just wants to reach out, grab their heads, and then just crank their heads sideways. Like he just wants a clean neck break horizontally. Hello, Gov. It's your boy, Ridley, and I'm here to talk to you about maybe a way you should be contributing to this little organisation. Everyone knows, as you look around, there's a lot of bear boys. And, you know, to be a bear boy, you've got to be a bear and you've got to be, well, not exactly a boy, but you've got... The important thing is you've got to pay your fucking dues is what you've got to do. And right now, 
I just know from looking at the numbers there are a lot more fucking people out there than there are inside my fucking gang. And what I'm saying is, if you want to join up and get access to me and all the cool fucking toys and other fucking treats I've got for all you little bear boys and girls and theys and thems and fucking alls out there, go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. You do that, you're on the inside. Come talk to me on a Patreon exclusive Discord. Why don't you throw some names into the show? Why don't you build an NPC to join my fucking gang? I'm just saying, if you sign up, you won't regret it. And if you don't sign up, maybe you fucking will. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now... Well, not right now, but, you know. Uh, I'm going to need a, from you, sir, a deception uh, of some sort. So let's go with subterfuge and manipulation. Well, that's three failures. Sorry, bud. Uh, They turn in open fire uh, with automatics as you stagger forward. Now, you can still try and reach them. Um, but uh, you're going to be under heavy fire. So I'm going to need, please, a strength and, or sorry, stamina and uh, survival as you do that, like, awesome thing that always happens in Superman movies where, like, just a bunch of people are machine gunning at him and he's, like, walking forward or, like, Wonder Woman pressing across no man's land where it's just, like, theoretically, the gunfire shouldn't kill you, but there was a lot of fucking gunfire as, as they open up with automatics. All righty. That is two successes. Okay. Um, so you, uh, I think with two successes, I'll say you can reach one of them and go for your, your snappy, snappy, stabby, stabby. Oh, if he can only get to one, then I think this is a bull rush. Like he wants to pick up his guy and body, like hammer the second one. Like he's, he's got to work like a domino here. Um, with your roll, you can only grab at one. Once you have that one, we can, we can. Oh, fuck talk. it. I'll kill him and throw him at the other one. Then that's fine. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Let's fucking kill uh, Give me strength and brawl, please. Uh, meanwhile, Miles, um, you have entered a state of torpor, which is, uh, what happens to vampires who have been staked or who've taken too much damage, um, which, uh, means that, uh, you are, you are trapped, um, vaguely aware, uh, of, of your surroundings, um, except you can still feel that, that pulse running through you. Um, and you might be out but the voice in your head doesn't seem to be. So can you please go ahead and roll me a, um, uh, I'll say also a stamina and survival, please. Uh, Ryan, what'd you get? Uh, Three successes. Oh yeah, you fucking destroy that guy. What do you do? Oh, then, you know what? There's the temptation, but I think he could just let him hit the floor. And then I think it's full saber tooth leap up kind of to the height that you get off the top rope of a wrestling match and just sure. onto the second guy into the floor. Okay, great. Uh, Miles, what did you get? Uh, sorry, I need to know whether I still have the amped up 
um, stats or not. Because if not, then uh, I, have no, you, I have no survival. Uh, you do have the amped up stats. Yes. Okay. Uh, in fact, you only have the amped up stats right now because Iris Dunn is out, but Metathiex is still and still with the hunger, the two hunger. Uh, yes, until the effects wear off. Four successes. Oh, damn. Okay, so a couple things happened at the same time. Uh, Ryan, I need a strength and a... Or no, you, sorry, I just got, had you put together a dice pool. Uh, what did you get on yours? Uh, for our second boy, that is also three successes. Okay. So uh, everything, time slows. Um, Iris, again, you're kind of drifting, but uh, you still have that beautiful unblocked memory of uh poetry again and honestly if if this is how you die at least you you kind of reconnected with that um at least for a moment um but then um as your body continues to pulse and pulse uh the pool cue begins to slowly slide out of your chest uh as the uh the drac and what resides within it running through your veins uh manipulates your very organs uh to reject uh the the stake so um ridley as you leap up and off uh the the first dead swat guy aiming at the second one um under the arc of your leap um the uh lady swat agent who is like holding uh the pool cue uh suddenly finds it flying through her eye uh and out the back of her head as it's forced out of um iris's chest uh so she falls back as you leap over her uh and land on the next swat guy um you make visual contact with tj malone's slumped pulped head uh and with a uh, a bestial cry uh what do you do to the swat person uh, I think he just starts screaming the word no when he sees TJ's dead. Uh, and when the guy hits the ground with him on top of him, he pulls a knee up and just pins his top, like his left shoulder and grabs the arm and just is still screaming no. And he'd like to rip this guy's arm off and then just start beating him to death with his own arm, if possible. It happens to the best of us. If uh, possible, please and thank you. Uh, <laughs> So you start going to town on on uh, that guy, just screaming no. Um, Iris, uh, kind of like being sucked um, out, kind of like a almost the bottom of a drain or kind of ejected from the end of like a water slide. You're suddenly slammed back into consciousness, um, but you can feel um, your your kind of jacked up powers uh, beginning to ebb. Um, as you look down, um, you can see um, that same sort of black tar substance that uh, you encountered uh, in the sewers and when you you tried to become a god that one time. <laughs> you know, typical day for Iris. Um, and as that begins to leak out of you, um, you can feel um, the drac uh, draining. Um, so the the clock has begun uh, on your your feral abilities. Um, that said, uh, this lady is is still like with with a pool cue through her eye um is kind of like um holding a pistol up towards you what do you do how sharp are my claws can i literally like sever her hand oh yeah yeah they're they're like razor razory hands that's the first step for sure 
Okay, so she's doing that thing where it's like someone who's been like grievously head wounded but isn't dead, or she's just like the last thing that's being communicated from her brain to her body is raise your your gun and shoot this thing. Um, you slice off the hand. Um, she almost doesn't seem to notice. She just raises um, the stump as as blood sprays uh, from it, and you see like a look of confusion. Um, it's not quite linked, but like the finger seems to be twitching near the the, the trigger. Like she definitely thinks she's shooting you right now, um, but she's uh, still standing there. What do you do? Um, can I? I uh, probably tried Callie Ma her her heart out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, we, we... I'm pissed. This is this is this is not what I wanted. Or... Understood. And I mean, admittedly, you do have experience Cali mawing hearts it's out. It's not your yeah. first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not, not your first time. It seems yet. to be my, my standard go-to when I get really pissed. Yeah, so, um, all right, so can you please roll me a strength and... I forget, did I give you melee or brawl? You gave me melee. Okay, so go with strength and melee. Um, Ryan, um, the SWAT guy is dead, but you're still mad. Are you still beaten? Oh, no, because there's a guy behind the bar who was mm-hmm. hiding. And I think it's just immediately from where he is, it's sort of like smash, 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 and then just release corpse and just sprint towards the, like, it's it's vampire turn. Great. Speed towards guy behind the bar. Um, all right, so he stands up um, and uh, just yells, uh, Sanguine, you must die! Um, in... Uh, english and um holds uh holds out what looks almost like a flintlock pistol um and uh fires it at you do you try and dodge it or you try and endure it uh no it's inquisition he no fuck it he's fucking livid this is tj man fuck this whole goddamn bullshit no man he's hopped up all right bud uh stamina and survival please as you leap through a bullet uh meanwhile miles what did you get on your cali ma check four successes that's that's Ooh. enough to Cali Ma. Um, <laughs> uh, all right, uh, go ahead and describe your your uh, coup de gras. I think it's like an initial puncture, mm-hmm. and then like slowly pressing into it. So it's not like a, a snatch and grab. It's more like a I'm gonna bore in, give it a twist, and pull it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a child operating Snowpiercer. Yeah. Just in twist pull. Yeah, all right, great. Yeah. Um, so the the heart comes out. Uh here's here's the real question. Do you feast on the heart? Sure. Great. Uh <laughs> sure. you can uh, go ahead and knock one of those hungers off uh as you chow down on fresh heart. Thanks. Brian, what'd you get? Two successes. Um, okay, so you're gonna take one point of uh aggravated damage, uh, but you reach him. It doesn't stop you. Uh, this is very much a T-1000 uh, having his head blown off, um, but still running. Uh, in this case, I think it, it hits you kind of um, uh, just beneath your shoulder. So it's not a vital organ. Um, the uh, the bullet explodes uh, when it hits you. So it does like blast a, a, a little crater in you. But um, TJ's back there, man. Great. Uh, he's going to just like one clawed hand, just like slap the gun out of the way. But ah! he... He's got a lethal body, uh, which means his attacks are aggravated to damage to mortals. So I think he's probably taking like broken hands with it, and he's going to grab him by the like the collar and grab him by the crotch, uh, and just pick him up and flip him over on the bar, almost like a suplex. Uh, 
while yelling like TJ didn't do anything fucking wrong. Uh, right. And then I've got something nasty if this works. I don't know if you want me to just. Keep I'm not going to let you roll for it. You you roll to survive right. getting shot. That was my like. Yeah. Can you do what you want to do? So now you. Yeah. Can do what while you he's got do. him there, he reaches behind the bar and he shatters the glass. He goes, TJ didn't fucking hurt you. Oh, I'm gonna fucking hurt you. Uh, and it's just <laughs> broken bottle in the gut and just another bottle and smash it. Oh, I told you I'm gonna fucking hurt you. Like right in the crotch third smash then I'd fucking die right in the throat uh and then he'll kick him off the bar and take a heavy breath and be like oi big spooky what the fuck is going on outside fucking hell oh that's Her, that's a, the shoulder that's a good question that applies to both of you um there is a a, uh, a tremendous um crunch of metal um like uh, almost like the sound of uh, of uh, a train uh hitting a car on the tracks uh, as a um, an armored personnel carrier crashes through the front of the bar, um, the back door kind of dropping, and you hear uh, the actual legitimate clank of armor as um, motherfuckers uh, wearing the the mark of the Inquisition step down, um, full plate. Uh, one of them's got a flamethrower. Uh, one of them has two silvered blades. Uh, there's a like a, a lady in Wolverine claws. Um, and, um, <clears throat> behind them, uh, there's, uh, someone kind of in the shadows with a megaphone who's like, um, pardon me, uh, everybody. Uh, look, I, I, I know this is real stupid looking, uh, but you're kind of pretty good at, at fucking up our, our shit. So, um, behold the, uh, the might of the inquisition, I suppose. Um, again, I'm real sorry. They look this dumb. Uh, it's the best we got. Uh, all right, uh, fuck yourselves and die now, please. Go get them. Uh, and uh, with that, um, the armored legion of the Second Inquisition storms into TJ Malone's uh, to face off against the apparently two-person murder spree party of Iris Dunn and Ridley Beef. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Megan Miles at Meggie Miles on Twitter, and storyteller Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's logos are by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai angle and all our ads use the tracks no control in chiefs by jazzar that's j-a-h-z-z-a-r all of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org when it comes to dumb dumbs and dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com our twitter and instagram are at dumdumdice and on facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice we've also got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and most importantly you can join our patreon of darkness at patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e sleep well children of the Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, 
Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.